0: Hey everybody, Whitney here, happy St. Patrick's day, hence all of the green on my eyes. I wanted to jump on today to talk a little bit about some topics that came up in an episode I just recorded with Lisa Melendi on the podcast, who is a coach and she coaches people on doing some inner self work but also get in alignment for relationships with themselves and with others. And the unique thing about Lisa is that she focuses on and practices herself non-monogamy as well as non-traditional family creation. So what I wanted to explore today just briefly is the idea of love. What is love? To quote the amazing song from the 90s if you know what I'm talking about. So that sounds like a silly question, but it's a big question and it's an important one because a lot of books that are kind of spiritually based and speak to sort of the state of human relationships and connections will say that humans don't know what love is because a lot of relationships in our societies and in our world are not based in the principle that love is unconditional which it is right so when we are practicing unconditional love it's an oxymoron is the thing it's an oxymoron love can't be un- can't be conditional cuz by nature love is unconditional it is that which is without condition however most of us when we enter into a relationship have A lot of conditions (laughs) around what's going to allow us to love somebody or to stay in a union with somebody. Now, one thing that we hit on the conversation with Lisa and I is that non-monogamy works when people agree to certain terms together. The tricky thing that I personally heard from people who've tried non-monogamy, that word is hard and messed it up in the show too that try to practice non-monogamy is that often one person wants something and the other person feels like they have to agree to it in order not to lose them. Not always the case, but I've heard that. i heard it straight from friends who have tr- made an effort to do it and it just didn't work because they realized it wasn't really what they wanted, but they wanted to keep their partner and wanted their partner to be happy. Now, sometimes, even if it's not what they want, they can come to feel comfortable with it and safe with it and secure within it. Those are always the key to any relationship. Do you feel safe in it? Do you feel secure in it? Right? If you can't feel safe or secure, then it's not a relationship that's sustainable or really worth being in because it's compromising yourself. So back to the question that Lisa and I get into is a lot of people feel like it's not possible to love more than one person at a time or that if you're truly in love with somebody, then you would never need to explore other avenues, other intimacy, other romantic connections. Is that true, is the question. So if we go back to love being unconditional, that means that we don't need somebody else to give us anything. Which a lot of people would say, um, no, I need a lot of things to feel like love is meaningful or that love is honored, right? There's a lot of talk when we, when people explore dating and they say, if this person doesn't do this, that, or the other thing, then walk away. There's a difference, though, between respect and consideration and interest at that level. But once you're in a relationship, What does love mean to you? Does it mean that somebody only has eyes for you? If they have eyes for for somebody else, does it mean that they love you less? If love is unconditional and love is also infinite, which it is, then there's plenty to go around. And Lisa makes a great point in the episode when she says, when you have children, let's say you have two children, just because you love one deeply doesn't mean you can't love the other one deeply we love lots of different people at the same time so why do we have the strong held belief that romantic love can only be between two people now i'm not saying that that's not true it's it's preference right again it's those terms that you come to you meet somebody you get to know each other and you explore what are the things you want do you want a family do you want kids do you want monogamy it's a big one right because here's the thing non monogamy has to be based on Agreed terms. If it's not, then it's infidelity. If two people have an agreement that they're not going to see other people and then one person does, we know what that is. It's cheating, right? It makes the person feel bad because the person lied to them. We're dishonest about keeping that agreement. But if you have that discussion and somebody says, I feel like I would like to have my freedom to always be able to explore connections that might come up, attractions that I might feel? Does that mean that it's not love if somebody does that? Can you still be in love with someone who's also able to explore what life might bring to it? Which brings the bigger question is, are we meant to be monogamous? Are we meant to limit ourselves to one love only when we are truly beings of love with an infinite supply of love that can love many, many different things at the same time. So I wanted to bring this up more rather than instructional, but sort of generating internal conversation and thought provoking about this topic. I think that majority of people choose to not be non-monogamous and that's fine. Yet it's also important to explore what often lives within monogamous relationships, which is a lot of jealousy, often distrust, and a lot of compromising what we really want in order to stay happy. And is that what we want to do with someone that we really love? Wouldn't we want them to be happy? And I'm not saying like allowing someone to just go sleep with whoever they want so that they are feeling good. I mean, it's a very mature thing to do, right? To establish a non-monogamous relationship if you do it right. You know, it's, it takes intimate and open conversation, honest conversations about these are my needs and desires. What are yours? Can you accept mine? Can these needs and desires be present and acceptable in this relationship? And if you agree on it, then you explore it. So just something to put out there, because I think that for a lot of people, monogamy doesn't work. I know for myself, I brought this up in the episode too, that I can't even imagine trying to find more than one person because I haven't yet. So I'm like, let's start there. And I think there are a lot of people out there who are just like, I just want a loving, loyal companion to share my life with. And we both, that's both all we want. And I think that that's a lot of people. They're like, I just want one. And I don't have that time. But a lot more people now, more and more, are wanting to have that freedom and being able to not feel limited, right? That if something comes along, again, the opportunity for love, for attraction, are we supposed to just shut it down? So I think it's important for everyone to ask themselves this. And that's what Lisa does as a coach. She helps people explore their true alignment and how they feel in their relationships. And then we get into how finding that our true opinions around this is completely based in having developed really strong self love and acceptance because if we don't love ourselves fully if we're still marred with a lot of insecurity i use the word marred i don't mean that it means that we're tainted or you know there's something wrong with us it just means that we're weighed down right where our decisions and our beliefs are affected by a insecurity by these beliefs that we're not good enough we're not worthy and when that happens, we are needy. We are acting in, con- in conditional means of love, which is, well, I'm going to need somebody who is completely obsessed with me or only wants me and sees me as the best thing that's ever happened, which is nice when someone feels strongly about you, yet it's showing a lack. It's showing that we don't feel that way on our own accord with ourselves. So just like everything else I talk about, it all comes down to, building that foundational sense of self-love and acceptance because once you have that there can be a bigger conversation and again I'm in no way saying that non-monogamy is the future for everybody and we all got to jump on and get hip with it I think there's some people who would just not ever want that you know and I think that there are some people who might want it but haven't been able to explore it or admit it or have a discussion around it and I think that in In a a bigger way, I think it's important for us as a society and as a people to consider this idea of what is love. Are we really exhibiting and showing love in the relationships that we currently have if they have conditional terms that are not agreed upon terms, but that are put upon terms, right? You're not allowed to do this. You can't do this. And the other person just says, okay, I guess I won't you know, or, you know, okay, well, you have to always show up this way and do these things. And the person says, okay, I'll try, I'll try and do that. So, you know, it's then both parties are left feeling like if I don't hold up these conditions, I might lose love where it is said that fear holds on and love let go, let's go. So if we're in a state of holding on, then again, we're not really in love. How can something be truly loving when it's contained, when it's restricted? Love always lets go. Love is freedom. Freedom and love are synonymous terms. So just something to think about is how do you love? What are your ideas around love? Do you believe that you love unconditionally? Do you think you could let your partner see other people? why not? Or if so, why? No wrong answers here. Just important thoughts that lead once again to the deeper question of, do you have unconditional love for yourself? Do Are you your own source of love so that you're not seeking and siphoning love from others and feeling like you need to be codependent and micromanage them? Because if they leave or if they no longer act in accordance with your idea of conditional love, Then you feel like you have no love. If we're self-sustaining, that's not the case. I'm not saying I'm speaking from a place where I'm at that point, but again, I'm curious about it. How do we get that self-assured and confident and, you know, stable with ourselves that we're not needing, you know, these certain things from our partners that create more of a conditional state of love? So just wanted to throw that out there. Take with it what you will. Would love for you to leave in the comments your thoughts about monogamy and non-monogamy and what you practice and why. So thanks for tuning in and take care.